today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. This from Federal Justice Minister Jody Wilson-Raybould, who's considering lowering the legal alcohol limit for licensed drivers. In a letter to her Quebec counterpart, Stephanie Valley, on May 23rd, Wilson-Raybould suggested that lowering the limit to 50 milligrams of alcohol per 100 milliliters of blood from the current 80 milligrams. So basically going from a legal blood alcohol limit of the current 0.08% to 0. Five. So let's bring in the Director of Legal Policy with MAD Canada. His name is Dr. Robert Sullivan, and he joins us now on the Scott Thompson Show. Dr. Sullivan, how are you? I'm, I'm fine. It's uh, Solomon, but that's fine. Excellent. I appreciate the correction. No well, problem. Let's get into uh, this issue. Is this something that MAD Canada is uh, uh, approving? Yes. MAD Canada has advocated for lowering the blood alcohol level to 0.5 for about uh, 17, 18 years. And the reason why we've taken this position is that the vast majority of comparable countries, about 82% of of, uh, about 55 countries, have already lowered their blood alcohol level to 0.5. So Canada is out of step with modern traffic safety research. Every jurisdiction which has lowered its blood alcohol level has achieved sustained and substantial reductions in impaired driving deaths and injuries. So we favor this because it will reduce deaths and injuries on our roads. Um, at the same light, I mean, uh, we're going from, at least the proposal is, 0.08 to 0.05. Why not go all the way to zero? Well, again, um, a number of jurisdictions have blood alcohol levels uh, below 0.05. Uh, but the simple reality is we're very, very unlikely to ever get that at the federal level on a political uh, basis. So from my perspective, the issue is not whether we're spiritually pure uh, uh, and ideologically correct, but whether what the federal government is proposing will improve the situation. And so we think that the minister should be congratulated on this uh, initiative because it will reduce deaths and injuries. The other thing about a zero-five limit is it won't interfere in any way with what most of us believe to be social drinking. It will discourage people from getting drunk and getting behind the wheel of a, the car, uh, and so it it seems like a a no a no brainer. Every traffic safety research organization, uh, a credible organization, supports zero five. The National Transportation Safety Board in the United States advocated zero five in 2013. Utah was the first state to go to uh, zero five. The other thing is that that Canada currently has one of the world's worst records in impaired driving. According to the CDC, Center for Disease Control in the United States, Canada had the highest level of, of impairment among fatally injured drivers and the second highest rate of per capita alcohol-related crash deaths. And the, most other countries have done a much better job of separating drinking from driving. This isn't an anti-drinking measure. Germans consume 33% more alcohol per capita than we do, and yet our per capita rate of alcohol-rated crash death is five times greater than theirs. And the difference is they have effective laws, and it's about time Canada implemented laws which we know will reduce deaths and injuries. What makes the 0.05% number most accessible? I mean, what's the difference between... Uh, 50 and 80 milligrams. Is that a drink? Is that two drinks? And I I know that's all dependent on the person, but what is the big difference? 
Well, again, you're right. It depends on uh, gender and, and weight and how fast you drink. But even if the blood alcohol level was 0.5, a 180-pound man could have three drinks in two hours on an empty stomach, and they wouldn't be close to the limit. A uh, 130-pound uh, woman could have two drinks in two hours and be below the limit. Zero five does not interfere with social with social drinking. The reason why zero five uh, is, seems to be an appropriate measure is that is the point at which the relative risk of crash death begins to rise sharply. So we know, for example, 16 to 20 year olds um, are 12 times more likely to die in a single vehicle nighttime crash if they have a blood alcohol level between 0.5 and 0.8 than if they are sober. So that seems to be a reasonable threshold for when alcohol begins to pose an unacceptable risk. So they've done studies on you know, a simu you know, closed circuit uh, uh, roadway tests, on driving simulators, and so 0.5 seems to be the level at which the uh, relative risk and the impairment of skills rises sharply. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.